What's going on, Badger fans? I am stoked for this one. We got one of the studs of the 24 verbal class jumping on the show. We got questions. We're going to talk about the senior year. We're going to talk about what's it mean and feel like to be a three-time state champ. All that and more on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Badger fans? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers, your team every single day. Really do appreciate you making this one of your first listens. I'm stoked for this one. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, let's get into it. Let's bring Emilio Agard on the show. Thank you so much for jumping in. And I want to start here. Congratulations. Another state title. How many? That's three, right? Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. What does that feel like to win a state title and then to win three of them? I mean, it's a blessing. And I was just happy to end it off with my guys in the senior class the right way. Because we had two before, but we also lost one. So we always play from that fear of losing again. So it was just it was just amazing to end it off in the way we did it in the, in the shape of fashion that we did it. So I was just happy and I was I was hyped. Well, let's talk about that shape and fashion. Uh, you guys, you guys kind of waxed them, right? Yeah. Like it was mercy rule third quarter. They scored a couple late touchdowns. Um, what does that feel like to to be in a state title game, but also just to be completely in control of it? I mean, it's. I mean, I wouldn't say it in a cocky way, but it's kind of expected because we just worked too hard, and our coaches put us in all the right all the right places to make the best plays, and we have the best scheme. So. If we don't, and if we go out there and lose or go out there and let them make super big plays, it's just not a credit to how much work we put in. So for us going out in that fashion, it's just a credit to our coaches and a credit to how hard we work, and it just paid off. It, where'd you celebrate? Uh, <laughs> we we go to a hotel after with the team, and we just have fun because it's, it's up in Harrisburg. We're in Philadelphia, so... We're two hours away from the house, so we don't drive back. We go to a hotel. We eat after. Everybody congratulates us, and then we party. Let me ask you this, because this is kind of a culmination for you, right? This is your third title. You're leaving. You're going to, coming to Madison next year, obviously. Did, did you take a second to kind of breathe it in, kind of sit somewhere and just kind of reflect on what you did in high school? Yes. Um, I mean, the day before when we go through meetings, it was late night. It was probably like 12. We just finished meetings. And I'm just sitting there like, dang, I'll never be able to play a high school game for my team and with my brothers and with my coaches ever again. So it hit me there. I cried a little bit. And then we won. And it was just excitement after that. I didn't really get a chance to be like, dang, when I play again. It was just all happy, happy tears, happy fun, and just everybody hyped because we won. So I did get that moment before the game. No, I love it. All right, let's start talking. Let's get into Madison a little bit. Let's get into your senior season, your game. I want to start with this comment here. Um, this is from Justin Jolka, who is has his own podcast <clears throat> report. He wanted me to ask you, why are you so damn good? <laughs> I mean, uh, I just thank God, and I just thank my parents for putting me in the best positions to make to uh, be as good as I am and just to get me into a great school like St. Joe's Prep. And also thank my coaches because – I feel like we have the best coaches in the country and can coach on a college and NFL level. So I just give it to my parents, God, and uh, my coaches. Well, let's talk about your game a little bit. Where where did your game get better this year as a senior? 
I mean, I just think I made more plays. I've always been technically sound. I've always had the IQ side of the game, but I feel like I just made a lot more plays this year because they gave me a lot more chances to. Last year, sophomore year, I really didn't get tried that much, but this year, I don't know why. But I'm happy they threw it to me a lot more this year and I made a lot more plays. So I just, I could thank God for that because I didn't really get that many targets throughout my whole high school career. Well, that's something we had Brian Smith on, and he he does a lot of recruiting talk. He he always talked about how advanced you are as a cornerback. Your technique is incredibly strong for a high school player. Where does that come from? Training at a young age. Uh, my trainer, Coach Keita, that I still train with to this day. He had me since I was ten. He was my dad's friend. He's my dad friend, and he played at Temple. So my dad was like, "We're going to play DB." And then um, I went to train with him, and it was rough at the start, but. I got all my technique and all my skills from him at a very young age. So by, I say, seventh grade, I already knew what the college people were doing and high school people were doing. So I was always advancing that from just learning at a young age. What do you think um, uh, an opposing offensive coordinator, he's breaking down film, St. Joseph's, he's, he's watching your game. What do you think he would say from a scouting report watching your game? Um, I would think he'll say he's very smart um, and you'll have to – you'll have to give me plenty moves to get me off my uh, guard because I'm not going to fall for the first move ever. But I'm also not going to fall for a second move. And I'm also going to stay in your hip the whole time. So, I mean, I guess other coordinators would say throw away from him or try to lure him to sleep, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, hit him with a a, a, a shot. Well, and that, that – if, you, if you're not falling for the first move or the second move, by the time the third move happens, the pass rush gets the guy. Like, that's right. it. That's a wrap. Right. Talk yep. to me about run support. You, you mentioned that. You know, run, run, run. Then maybe he wants to play action, something like that. Um, from a physicality standpoint, in the Big Ten, you're going to be playing Michigan, Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa State. You know, like, there's, yeah. there's some dogs at running back that are going to be coming downhill towards you. Where are you at from that standpoint in run support? I feel like it's just a mindset. I always had the mindset that no matter how big you are, no matter how short you are, no matter how fast you are, you can make the play. It's all a mindset, especially with tackling. You have to be a dog. You have to be tough. So I'm going to put my body out there. I had 30, 31 tackles this year, had 35 my sophomore last year. I missed a couple games, but had 14. So I like to stick my nose in there every now and then when I have to. What do you think? We talked about opposing coordinators, what they might look at you at film and say, what do you think your coaching staff would say? You already gave them a shout out, said they're incredible. What do you think they would say about you? Um, my head coach, Coach Rook, and he always says that my IQ is the biggest thing about me. I watch so much film. Like, I'm probably – it's not like the, it's not like NFL where you go in and you're the first one in and the last one out, but it's more like my hours. I have a lot more hours than everybody else and probably our quarterback. So I feel like I watch a lot of film, which tells me what they're going to do before the play and before the game. So when I go into the game, I know what they're doing and their their moves and their tendencies and everything. So that gives me an advantage. How many hours a week coming up to a big game do you think you watch film? And what are you watching for specifically? Um, the state championship game, I watched, I'll say, three hours or two hours or 55 minutes, something like that. So, I mean, it's just whenever I get free time because I got a lot of homework and we have practice for three hours every day. So whenever I get time to... I'm watching their tendencies, what kind of moves they like to do at the line, what type of routes they're going to run, depending on where they're lined up, bottom of the numbers, top of the numbers, hash, when they're backside receiver, when there's two of them, and just watching what they do, watching how they play. Are they a talker? Are they quiet? Can I get in their head? 
that. It's all it's all little things because film tells you everything. It wouldn't lie to you. So, so is is there? And I'm putting you on the spot right here, so this might not be fair. But is there a specific play in a game you can look back to and say, "I saw this coming" because I saw it on film a dozen times and I jumped a route? Or yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> uh, week I think it's week two. We played in Florida. This team called Link Lakeland and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole week, Coach Trash kept telling me um, they're going to run a hitch. They're going to run a hitch. Third down, they're going to get to the sticks. And that's probably self-explanatory, but we play squat, and that's like cover two. And I act like I was in cover three, played off. I knew it was coming. He threw the hitch. He didn't even think about it. He just threw it, broke on it, pick six. So it's, I just knew it was coming because backside receiver one-on-one. If I press, they're going to run fade. If I play off, I act like I'm cover three, they're going to run hitch. And I just broke on it. Is that the best feeling in the world as a cornerback, pick six? Yes, that's the best feeling. The whole crowd is cheering for you. Like touchdowns aren't that normal. Touchdowns aren't normal for defense. So when you get a touchdown on defense, it's amazing. Hey, what do you think you're so I talked about coaches, opposing coaches. What would your teammates say about you? Do you think? I think my teammates would say I'm a great teammate. For, forget all the stats, forget all the accolades, forget my resume. I'll say like I'm a great teammate and I like to have fun with them. I laugh and joke all the time. And I tell them about themselves, and they tell me about myself. So we have a great relationship, whereas we're brothers, and we're not going to let you do any anything that we wouldn't want you to do or anything that would jeopardize your career or anything. So I kind of keep them head on, and I make sure that they're good. And I always check in with people and make sure if they're going through anything, I'm here for them. So I think I'm just a good teammate, they'll say. That, that's awesome. That That's one of the best answers to that I've heard. We're going to take a quick break for our friends of the show. We're going to come back and just ask Amelia, what does it feel like when somebody says, Amelia Guard, Wisconsin Badgers commit, and how we got to that point? We're going to talk about that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show, good friends of the show over at LinkedIn. And this is a great time for a LinkedIn ad because we, we know it. you've got to get the right pieces on your team. We're talking to one of those pieces right now. You have to get the right pieces on your team to build a championship culture, a winning culture. That's what LinkedIn does on the professional side. They get you the right pieces the first time. Less effort on your part as a hiring manager. That's why LinkedIn continues to be ranked number one among leading competitors by small businesses among all professional networks. They're the best out there because they help you find the right talent quicker, faster, and easier. That's what life is about, doing the right thing in better ways. And LinkedIn has perfected that. It's something I use. It's something my company uses. And there is a great offer right now. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. One more time, that's linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Terms and conditions do apply. Post your job for free. All right, let's get uh, Amelia back on. And I always say this the really good guests, we, we run out of time before we run out of questions, man. But <laughs> I got a bunch of questions from people. We're going to start getting into that from our Discord. People are really excited to talk to you and, and just kind of put some thoughts out there. But I want to start with this one. Amelia Edgar, Wisconsin Badgers commitment. How does that feel when somebody says that, puts those words together for you? It's surreal because growing up, you always wanted to go Power 5. You always wanted to go D1. You always wanted to play on the biggest stage versus the best competition. And that's what I dreamed for. And I've been playing the best competition throughout high school, throughout middle school. So for it to come to fruition and actually be real, it's a blessing to hear that, like, just having Wisconsin attached to my name the legacy it has, and just it's just a blessing. I couldn't thank Coach Fick, Coach Hitch, Coach Haynes, everybody in, in the staff at Wisconsin. Oh, no, we lost Emilio. This is such a good interview, too. Oh, we lost you for a second. I was like, oh, no, this is such a good interview. All right, you're back. 
All right, we're back. Can you hear me? Yeah. Love it, love it. So we were just talking about what it means at Wisconsin. I want to go one more question on recruiting. You had um, 30, 40 offers, right? Like, and you probably could have got more if you kept looking for more. How do you even go about narrowing that down? Because if I go into a grocery store, I can't even figure out sometimes what cereal I'm going to buy. And there's like right. 10 boxes. Right. That's a much lower level decision than here, here's 45 <laughs> schools that want you to come play for them. How do you narrow that down? Oh, no, we have technical difficulties. All right. What's going on? Oh, I got you back. Okay, perfect. Can I, can I, I don't know what's going on. Let's see. We are losing Emilio. Bummer. This is a great interview. He's awesome to talk to. Um, listen, well, I think hopefully he'll pop back in. I'm just going to continue talking for a little bit because you, you see the, the character of some of these players that this staff is bringing in, that Luke Fickle's bringing in. Like that, the culture like jumps off, right? As soon as you're talking about them. And it's really impressive. I, I don't think I've ever done an interview with a player. And I think Emilio's back in here. So, so back. my internet was messing up real quick. No, it's no worries, man. I, I was just literally saying how appreciative I am that like to have you have had you on how great this interview is going. So like, yeah, yeah everything good. Everything sounds great, man. Right. I, I, what I was going to ask you is how do you go about whittling down 40 colleges to get to one? Uh, it was hard. I mean, it's like a like so I'll say freshman year, sophomore year is a honeymoon phase. Everything is just good. You're getting a bunch of offers. Everybody's telling you how good you are. And then junior and senior year, you got to make a decision. So it got hard then because then it was just hard. I wanted to go somewhere else and I wanted to go somewhere else. And then my parents telling me, just wait it out, just wait it out, make sure you know what's right. And then I went on a visit to Wisconsin uh, for my first visit, June 9th to the like 11th, I think. And they blew me away. Like it was nothing like it. And I just felt wanted. Like I felt I, like I was a top priority there. And I felt like they really wanted me and I could make a change there. And my position was needed. So, I mean, they blew me away. I love Madison. I love the city. Yeah. And I never thought I'd go to a school where, where it was a city. I thought I would go to like a college town, but I love it there. And I made the right decision. And I thank God because this was stressful and it was hard, but I'm just, it's a relief. That is over. On the recruiting side, do you pay attention to recruiting rankings? Some players do, some don't. Like 247 has you here, right? And on three has you here, and rivals has you here. Are those things you look at and get a chip on the shoulder, or is that white noise for you? I mean, freshman and sophomore year, I, I was rated like I was rated five star for freshman year, and then sophomore year I dropped. So I mean, it's a somebody's opinion at the end of the day. I know how good I am. My coaches know how good I am, and my future coaches know how good I am. So I never really looked at it after after freshman sophomore year. I kind of matured, and I was like, "It's opinion based. They can they can have it, whatever." I have my accolades, I have my resume, I make plays, I have the stats, so nobody could take that from me. You could take a raking from somebody because in any given moment you could drop. So I just stopped worrying about it, but it's whatever. I love that. That's so mature. I absolutely love that answer. All right, look, I need to start banging out some of these questions, otherwise I'm not going to get to them. Right. Uh, from Dagrum, he says, uh, what role do you see filling at Wisconsin? Like, where do you – slot corner, boundary corner, where do you think that you're going to end up playing there? Yeah, so uh, I was talking to Coach Haynes and, and Coach Hitch. They said, as of right now, you could play all three. When, when we get there, when I get there, they'll put me in a certain spot. So I could either play nickel 
or outside corner. So, uh, three factors that sold the program for you. You talked about some already. Madison, the culture, the coaches. Uh, is there anything else you can think of that really helps sell Madison? This is from Badger Thays. Yeah, uh, Coach Fick. I mean, he did it at he did it at a Group of Five school. If if he can't do it, if he could do it there, he could do it at a Power Five school with better talent and better resources. So it was just Coach Fick, and I just love how he was with my family, with my parents. Mm -hmm. They were they connected from the start since we got there, and I just trust in him, and I trust that he's a good coach, and he's a defensive-minded coach. So in practice, he's not going to be like, oh, we had a bad practice because the uh, the offense the, the the offense did bad. We'll have a bad practice because the defense did bad. So, yeah, I mean, it's all, he's a defensive-minded coach, and I just trust in him, and I trust that we're an upcoming program. So. Hey, how did he, um, kind of a segue from what you just talked about, how did he connect with your parents differently than maybe other coaches did? You said that was a big influence for you. They talk nothing football. I, that's what I, they talk nothing football, not how much time I'm going to play, not when I get nothing. It was about family. It was about where they grew up. It was about Coach Hicks, Coach Fick's history. It was about my parents' history and everything, so – after they had like a dinner or something where the kids weren't allowed to go to and it was just the coaches and parents, they told me that they wanted me to go here and they told me that they wanted me to be coached by Coach Fit. That's awesome. Uh, this is from the deputy. Favorite video game? 2K. Yeah? 100%. Who do you play with? I play with my uh, teammates. No, I'm mean, like, which which team do you play with? Like, oh, usually? oh, oh. So I play the park. I don't, I'm more competitive. So oh, I don't gotcha. play with like, I play the park. So I have my own character. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this is from Packers are running the table. He says, first of all, welcome to Madison. Um, we talked about what you do, Wisconsin. So we kind of already talked about that, but he also said, can't wait to watch you dominate. This one's from uh, Stuxton, Texas Badger. Uh, degree, what are you thinking about academically when you get to Madison? I know some people take a while. Some people already know. Where are you at on that front? Business finance, 100%. Oh, that's very cool. Why, why that? What Have you always been interested? I mean, I actually want to be a sports analysis or broadcaster when I get older, but – if football doesn't work out, but um, communications isn't, isn't really the degree that people respect. So I think people respect business finance more and it'll teach me about money and how to use it. So that's why I chose it. Hey, it's awesome. And you're very, by the way, natural on, on this interview. A lot of people aren't. So you'd be great as a sports analyst as well. If that's something you continue to look forward to. Appreciate that. Uh, Badger Nurse, he wants to know... Um, when you look at some of the big name offers you had, like you had interest from basically tons of blue bloods. What was it about maybe Madison that in Wisconsin that separated itself from those blue blood schools that everybody seems to want to go to, especially initially? I mean, uh, I just I kind of want to make a change. I kind of want I kind of like I said, I trust in Coach Fick, and I can we can make Wisconsin Badgers a top team. Like I feel like we can. We get the talent. I definitely feel like we can. And, I mean, I wanted to compete against the best. I didn't want to be with the best and probably ride the bench for a year or two. And even if I do at Wisconsin, it was the right decision for me. And that's what set them apart from anybody else. I don't care about the the, uh, the logo on the jersey. I care about the people that's there and the people that are coming in with me. God, your answer is incredibly good. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> good, man. Um, here's, here's a quick question here. And this one is from Part Team. Then we got to take one more quick break. Is Emilio excited for Wisconsin on a national championship map? Of course. I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. No matter how long it takes, we're going to do it. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. It is the number one place for all your sports betting needs, whether it's overs, parlay spreads, uh, 
teasers, whatever it is, it's all there. And I know I talk a lot about Brock Montana Purdy. We're going to get Emilio's take on the Niners to the Super Bowl potentially, but I just, there's no better place to do it on FanDuel because it's quick. It's easy. It's fast. The user interface is great. It's not complicated. You don't have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out where things are. You just go in there, make the picks, have some fun with it, do it responsibly, but enjoy it. It's the best place to do it. And FanDuel has a great offer for all of us riding that NFL train. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Continue this NFL wave. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, let's continue this conversation. Um, I mentioned 49ers Super Bowl. Do you have a do you have a pick there? Nah, definitely okay. the Eagles. NFC uh, Championship, Eagles win. Eagles Eagles to the, to the bowl. You saw what happened the last time my Niners played the Eagles. Oh, that's though, fine. Right? Reven- like, that's fine. Revenge, revenge is a – yeah, revenge is – yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get Let's, let's get into a couple of these more quick questions. Again, we had a lot of people submit questions, which I really appreciate. It speaks to how excited people are to see you play in Madison, Emilio. Um, this one is from Cody. He wants to know, if you had to rank it, what is your best trait as a cornerback? Uh, I say my technique. I say um, I can stick to receiver like blue, and I can shut down a half of the field. So I'll definitely say my technique. So, yeah. What is the one thing you think you need to work on the most? Um... Dang, that's hard. Look, before this year, I was, I said my ball skills. I think I did pretty good this year with that. I had three interceptions. But I can say my ball skills again because I, I I dropped a couple and I missed. Like, I should have ten. Yeah. Honestly. So I'll say my ball skills. Um, Beer for Springer. When, are you enrolling early? This is from Tyson. No, I was. I was going to. I was planning on to. But I just made a decision not to. That's a hard decision, man. I talked to it a lot is. of kids, and it's there's pros and cons on each side of that. Yes, it is. Uh, Dylan Jones, he when I'm interviewed, so we had Dylan Jones on the show. He mentioned you. He said, uh, Mila is one of my guys. What is it about Dylan that you guys kind of click, and how'd you guys get to know each other? Dylan is down to earth, man. And when he committed, it was it was it was amazing because he's gonna be a beast here at running back. And I know a lot of fans wanted him, and I wanted him personally too. So we were recruiting, but he's a down to earth guy, and he's also from the he's from the East Coast. He's from up where I am, closer. So I mean. He's a good guy, and he's very down to earth, so I appreciate him coming to Wisconsin with me and building this class. This is from White Marlin. Uh, St. Joseph, obviously the high school you go to, has a lot of talent every year. Are you actively recruiting in the year of any of your teammates? I know there's a couple 2025 guys specifically. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we missed out on the other 2024 guys, but we got Max Roy, Max, Max Roy, 2025, Anthony Saka, Cam Smith, who just got an offer, mm-hmm. and um, – <clears throat> I think I'm missing. Am I missing? Am I missing one? Oh, Isaiah West. Oh yeah, West is another one. We actually specifically got asked about Isaiah West. Yeah, we, yeah, we're 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 gonna get we're gonna get at least two. Yes, let's go. I love it. Uh, who are you most excited to play with on the team? This is from Tri Glassing. Could be a a player in this commitment class coming in with you, or maybe a guy like Rico. Who are you most excited to kind of team up with here? My boys, Jay Harper and Xavier Lucas, and also Rico. So all the corners. I love it. Did you ever practice this against from JB? Did you ever practice against Marvin Harrison Jr.? I know he went to the same school as you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. He, I was a freshman. He was a, when he was a senior, so that's my that's my boy. It was bad <laughs> <laughs> all year, all year. I never, I never really got a chance to lock him down. And also, Kyle McCord throwing the ball is perfect every oh, time. Yeah. 
those are my dogs and I'm so proud of them right now, but um, it didn't go too well. <laughs> yeah. The second part of this question is, are you coming in and ready to lock down those receivers from Ohio state, Washington, Oregon, USC? Yes, of course. That's where I came. That's why I came here. We're going to play the best competition and that's what I live for. I shine in the biggest game. So I'm ready to lock down whoever's in front of me. Uh, JB also asks if you're comfortable. What What is your 40 time? High 4-4. Four, four. Nice. What's it like to go that fast? Just as somebody who does. I mean, I feel like I could be faster. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Let's see. I've got a couple more questions here. Um, talk to me about competition in the cornerback room. This is from Cal. He's, you know, talking about the, the young faces, competition in the room. You mentioned Harper. You still have guys like Snowden, who came in from last year's class. Uh, Jace Arnold. Rico's there. Xavier Lucas, yourself. How do you... Obviously, competition makes everybody a little better, but it's also yeah. tough. Some players shy away from that. Where are you at on that? Uh, my whole life, I had to compete, and I just feel like that's what I live for, like big games and also competition. Like, I don't shy away from any of it. I'm ready to go in and work and go against whoever, and those are my boys, but at the end of the day, it's competition. Whoever wins it, wins, and they're just the best man. So I'm ready for it, and... I'm going to compete till the, till I can't anymore. That's awesome. All right. Two more quick questions here. Um, this is from dread after your time at Wisconsin, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, I'll say I want my legacy to be that I was a great human being. I helped people. I was very down to earth. I was very humble. And also I want to be one of the greats to ever play football on like Joe Thomas status. So I'll say, I just want to be a good person. I want people to, to people to love me for who I am and, for who I am on the field too. So, by the way, if you come on a show and you drop Joe Thomas instantly, your your popularity is gonna spike. Like, yeah, that yeah, he reposted he reposted my commitment video, and I just found out like last month, and it was he reposted the same day I committed. I didn't get to see it, so I gave him his little shout out on um, Twitter. I was like, I appreciate you. So he's a goat. He's a he's a goat. So mm -hmm. I gotta respect he's, him. He's awesome. By the way, that was a great commitment video. Um, I. I I almost kind of forgot about it, but you got Bucky there. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. All right, this is from Badger Gator. Um, we kind of talked about what you're trying to prove on your game. What is the most exciting play a cornerback can make an opinion? We talked about pick six. Uh, his last question was, do you ever watch anime? Yeah, I love anime. What's your favorite anime from Badger Gator? People will disagree with me, but Naruto is the best anime ever. Like, Naruto is the best anime ever. That's my favorite. For, that was my always my favorite. But right now I'm watching One Piece, trying to finish that, and a couple others. But Naruto is my favorite anime. Awesome. Are you ready for the, the quick lightning round? We finish it off with this? Yep. All right. Really quick, what is the worst football game you've ever played in your life? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. Like Some of the elite athletes, they're like, I don't know if I got one. If you asked me what was like, the worst high school basketball game I ever played, I'd be like, well, there's that one at Ladysmith. I got that one at Amory. Got two, oh. two at <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I have to think about that, but I've definitely had a bad game in my career. Definitely. What's your comfort food? Salmon. That's my okay. favorite food. That's what I will always eat whenever. Athlete you look up to the most? Uh, hmm. uh, I'll say J.C. Horn. He, okay. he's, I talked to him. That's my, that's my guy. He's like a big brother to me. So him. Hidden talent. <sighs> mm, I can play a video game. It's <laughs> awesome. We're going to get into that next really quick. Yeah. Do you secretly ever wish you were playing receiver instead of quarterback? Nah, hate receiver. 
Okay, I love it. <laughs> Are you ready for we, – we kind of wrap up here. Um, you mentioned you're a gamer. We talked about there's, you're going to be in an EA Sports college game, which is going to be awesome. You're probably just going to play as yourself and shut down half the field. Uh, <laughs> you ready? I want you to give me your EA Sports rankings. Speed. Okay. Uh, 91. Acceleration. 93. Agility. 99. Hands. 85. Awareness. 99. Man coverage. 97. Zone coverage. 95. And tackling. 89-90. I love it. That sounds like a that sounds like an all Big Ten corner right there. Oh, of course. We're going all Big Ten, baby. I love it. Last one here. Um, any message for Badger fans? What what they can expect from you or anything you want to say to Badger Nation before we sign off? Stay down for the ride, man. It's gonna be great. And we're gonna make so much progress and we're gonna make so much history. So just enjoy it. Enjoy the ups and downs because that's what comes with it. Just stay, stick with us and watch. We'll make you proud. We'll make you happy. I love it. This has been a great interview. Uh, I'm so appreciative. Thank you for the time. Uh, we put your Twitter account on there, but is there anywhere else that you people can follow you that you have anything else you have going on? Yeah, Instagram, Emilio Agard, and that's pretty much it. Twitter, Instagram. Okay. He is the three-time state champion, Emilio Agard. 24 uh, cornerback recruit for the University of Wisconsin. We thank you so, so much on Wisconsin, and we'll talk later. Thank you. I appreciate you.